Welcome to this edition of the Million Dollar Mastermind Podcast. This is where we pick the brains of high achievers from all walks of life and get their hard-earned, real-world insights on winning. I'm your host, Larry Wydell. As you're growing now, what are the things, what do you think is going to allow you, if anything, to continue to move up and expand? I think just consistency. You you said it earlier. I mean, at the end of the day, I think the cream always rises to the top. It's just showing up every day and just having a track record and having staying power. I yeah. really think that's that part and mix that with the fact that there's two people that have similar amounts of consistency. Right now, my business partner is doing something else, right? He's coaching, he's ma- making revenue, whatever, redesigning the business. So I think it's that. And I also think it's a balance of being humble enough to admit what you suck at, but also confident enough to say, I'm really good at this. I think that's a, a very unique skill that takes a long time to hone. Yeah. And that's something we've been working on for a long time. Now, have, do you have other, how's it gone in, uh, have you had to expand your staff dramatically to keep up with uh, all of these other podcasts? Right now, it's it, the way it worked was when we started growing that side of things, that's when I also started delegating our content. So before that, I did all the audio editing, I did all the video editing, and I was like, well, before I'm going to bring somebody on to do that, I have to find a way to make money in that. Yeah. So no, I'm, we, we have a team of four, soon to be five or six, but we've had that size team for the last like two and a half years. So yeah. no, no, we've just, again, we rely a lot on our systems. We rely a lot on having tight systems that allow the, the human to do what they should do, but they know exactly what's happening next. And we've relied a lot on that. Where do you see the big opportunity is with uh, for yourself with coaching? Mm-hmm. And uh, is it covering the same kinds of things? You know, they used they had a thing they used to say about psychiatry uh, that like there's 426 versions of psychiatry and none of them work. Mm-hmm. Okay. None of them really work. But what does work is the fact that you go in and for an hour, somebody will listen to you. Mm. (laughs) And the fact that somebody will listen to you and take what you say seriously, that was, that came down to whatever your method of, of psychology was a school of thought uh, that seemed to be the difference maker that uh, people felt like somebody was listening to, you know, and also the mark of insanity. And I think this, kind of ties in with an entrepreneur the the mark of insanity is where you feel like you're out of control you know this life is just going i just don't know what's going to happen happening to me ever you know that's that's when you're going insane you're headed for a breakdown you know that's the signs you're headed for a breakdown and a breakdown is loss of control so when you're at that point you've got to have some degree of that to be reaching out uh, for a life coach, it doesn't have to be that dramatic, but you can kind of see it going that way that I need some reinforcement. I see some fresh ideas. Mm-hmm. I need a different perspective. And you can say that uh, one, I'll, t- I'll t- 
take it from two different angles. You can say it from two. One thing is that entrepreneurs are to some degree uh, manic depressive, you know, to one, you know, because you, you manic depressive, you get super excited about things and then you get super depressed, you know, <laughs> and you swing. And be, but because if you can't get super excited about anything, you're not going to be able to get anybody else super excited about the idea. So you have to have. And then when things go wrong, it's like, oh, you know, like and why that's important and not necessarily a negative unless you wind up killing people is the fact that you're impatient. You know, when things go wrong, things people don't perform the way they do. You're like, not like, well, maybe tomorrow he'll do it or whatever. No, it's like, you know, I got a podcast coming. I've got deadline. I got people counting on me. You know, you know, I've got miles to go and appointments to keep. And that ain't going to happen anymore, you know. And so those are the entrepreneurial people. So one reason to have some sanity in there, uh, to have an outside party, uh, is you can say add some value. And the uh, the other thing is in every profession where you have elite performers, they all have coaches, mm. you know, athletes. You know, the top, even the Tiger Woods, you know, Tiger Woods, whoever they are, they have the coaches and uh, even CEOs have coaches now, you know, so uh, there's a validity there, but that doesn't mean everybody's doing coaching is worth a crap. Where I have a problem is the people who go to a six week uh, life coach thing. And now I am, you know, before that I was, uh, you know, delivered papers and now uh, or whatever, but now I'm going to be a life coach. It's like, mm. okay. Uh, but just make sure people know what your background is. You know, yeah. And don't expect that certificate that they, you know, now there's value in all that. I understand there's value in all that, but not a whole lot, you know, as opposed to someone who's been there, done that made, you know, put themselves out in the firing line and kind of overcome it. And then made things happen on their own to a, a high level. And so uh, how do you see the potential of the uh, coaching business for yourself? Have you been encouraged as you got into it? Yeah, I think it's one of those things where even to your point, like mindset coaching for many of us only gets you so far. Even right. that label, it, it might suggest, you know, low level. But I think once you start talking about peak performance, you start talking about productivity, you start talking about business. I think that's the interesting thing is as I've grown as a human, the style of coaching and what I'm capable of coaching on is also changed. So I think at the end of the day, to your point, as long as I keep learning life's lessons and I keep getting better and I keep trying to put myself steps ahead of the people I'm helping, I'm very, very excited about that. And I think the other thing too is the weird thing about success is when you get successful, it's easier to get success. So our podcast business has grown way more in the last six months because we have 1300 episodes, right? Yeah. So I, I have a, a very, very good feeling about the future just because we're just going to keep recording episodes. And I think that helps obviously with credibility and, and the value I can add. And give them the name of that podcast again. Uh, Next Level University. Yeah. And uh, if people want to find you, where do they go? Just search Next Level University online. We're on all the podcast platforms. We're on YouTube, all of our episodes. So, yep, an episode every day. 
in your pocket for free. And how long are those episodes? Usually 20 to 30 minutes. We try to, you said this earlier, bite size. We try to make them as bite size as we can because we know yeah. you don't want to spend hours listening, most likely. Uh huh. And plus, you can cover the subject too. You yes. know, that you can, you know, you can, you can overfeed a horse. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I think uh, we've all been in meetings where uh, it's supposed to be a three day event. And the first 30 minutes, People, you can see the whole room. They're so excited. They're all ready to run out and get back home and get back to work. And it's like, you, you're sitting up there wishing you could let them go. <laughs> but you've got all these other speakers lined up. He's like, okay. But uh, a lot of people are usually, uh, and maybe you could speak to this. Uh, a lot. Most people are really not that far away from uh, what they're looking for. You know, and, you know, the missing pieces to be uh, uh, more productive. And a lot of times they know the answer, but they're not sure. Mm. Having someone who understands where they are and who will listen to, they can bounce it off of, uh, is just being able to say it out loud to someone who will give them uh, decent feedback. They, They kind of can hear as they're talking. Uh, whether or not that they're on the right track or not. Do you find that? Sometimes you got to check your spelling. There's certain words out there that we kind of know how to spell, but we always check before we send it. I yeah. think to your point, I think, yeah, a lot of us do have an idea of what to do. The The hardest thing though, and I'm sure you could speak to this, Larry, the hardest thing to account for is time. And you yeah. don't know whether a habit is a good habit or a bad habit, usually until you, you're, you know, a year, two years, five years down the line. So yeah. it's that, that time is the hardest thing to account for. And if you can go to somebody who says, Hey, what have you done for the last five years? That's where things I think can get really, really powerful. Yeah. Cause I mean, you know, there's certain things you can micromanage, but we can say to ourselves what things have been for the last five years. If you've been static in what you're doing for the last five years and you know what the results are from that, chances are the next five years are going to be exactly the same unless you change something. Most likely. And so it comes down to, are you happy about the way things are going and the results you're getting? Or would you like to pick it up a notch? And chances are, what I've found, is if people want to pick it up a notch, they've got the capacity to pick it up a notch. Now, what the question is, do they have the capacity to, and they want it bad enough to work for it or not? And the only way to to do that is to go for it, you know, go for it and see if it's rewarding enough, you know, the trade-off of a little bit more focus, a little bit more energy, and the results that come from it. But uh, in terms of, can they do it? If they want to do it, they probably can. Yeah. And so, uh, do you want to... uh, uh, I'm going to give you a final word to wrap this up and leave people with, uh, uh, Kevin. Uh, so what, w- what would you say is a uh, takeaway for people that have been listening to this and uh, a thought you want to leave them with? Yeah, I would say the biggest difference between the person you are today and the person you ultimately want to be is what you do every day. So if you want a lot more out of life eventually, try to do a little bit more every single day. That, yeah. that little bit adds up a lot. And again, in five years, you can have a lot more than you do today if you just start doing a little bit more on the day-to-day. Absolutely. Well, wish you the best, Kevin. Thanks for your time. 
And uh, uh, do you have any last questions that you want to ask? Are we, did we, did we do it? I think we did it, my friend. I appreciate you. All right. Thanks very much. Good luck. Take care. Thank you, buddy. Hey, bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Million Dollar Mastermind. If you felt there were any valuable takeaways from this episode, please take a minute and leave us a five-star review. Your feedback is important and really helps us get the word out to a wider audience. Remember, we have a valuable webinar that is absolutely free. Register for it right now at whiteallonwinning.com. Thanks for listening.